As a business owner, your nightmares might sound like this. But advertising on Cats Digital can turn your nightmares into this. Hi, how can I help you? I'll be right with you. You see, Cats Digital is the only true audio anywhere advertising. You'll be talking directly to your customers on any device, any place, and any time while they're listening to music, talk shows, and podcasts. Now that's a great dream. Wake up your business at katzdigital.com. This is Anthony Robbins host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. This is Anthony Robbins host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. Could we give y'all real, real long? <laughs> I've been lying for so long. I've been lying for so long. <laughs> Believe me, I'm probably a porno, pornoologist. We cannot continue to deny women or minorities access to a system that has everything but their input. Laying bodies all in the studio Wishing for the darkest skin that women be at the shows Purple naked ladies while I watch her dancing I'm very she dirty dancing What a world, this is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Fear to Becomes Extinct And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio Your voice, your independence, your platform So join Talk Radio as they work to build a listener And podcast-centric podcast ecosystem Every time I get ready to do that almost fuck up man this is anthony roberts as i already said host of the reality is where filtering becomes extinct i'm doing this podcast by myself today there's nobody else in the building my girl is out at the trappiest hour pouring up probably doing some ratchet shit to future my homegirl esther calloway is busy tonight you know she got an event tonight so i was like you know what there's no football there's no basketball all it is is off-season trade talks why not hop on the podcast? Bear with me today because my notes are on my phone. The internet seems to not be working. And yes, I paid my goddamn bill. Don't think I didn't pay it when I did. Why am I doing a podcast today? I don't know. I'm really just forcing myself, honestly, to get on the podcast and do it by myself because sometimes we get so accustomed to doing things with other people. And like I just posted on Facebook about 20 minutes ago, you don't need somebody to be somebody. You just don't. You know, I'm guilty of it. So many times I've waited around, whether it be with the podcast or even just going out. Now, you know, people, we just don't like to do things by ourselves. So I said today, it's been a minute since I've jumped out there and just did the podcast on my own. So I'm going to jump out there and I'm going to do the podcast on my fucking own. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about who's here, who's not here. Too many times we get caught up on looking around, wondering who's going to help us. Wondering if somebody is going to help us, even causing us to fall into a woe is me situation or have a woe is me complex. Nobody else is here. So I'm raising my hand because some people who may know me may be like, really, dude, you be doing that? Yes, I do that. I'm nobody. I'm just a regular person that does a podcast. That's it. Nothing that I say is totally true. Some of it is just totally true because I try to tell the truth. That's about it, man. How y'all doing out there today, man? we got a few things to talk about. I'm going to run through a few quick topics, man. I wanted to talk about the woman. I don't know what part of the country it was in. Again, I'm looking off my phone, but it was a woman who shot, who fatally shot her boyfriend. I think he was 19. She was 22 or vice versa. And she shot her boyfriend in the chest to get YouTube likes. 
where the fuck is the world going to to where we do everything to be liked on social media? So this guy and this girl, the guy by himself tried shooting a book one time and he shot the book. And when he shot the book, the bullet didn't. It wasn't a through and through. He didn't shoot the book and the bullet went straight through. It stayed. So he thought to his girlfriend and he thought to himself, let me talk to my girl. You know, we got a little YouTube channel. We trying to rev things up. You know, YouTube views turns into revenue sometimes. So he decided to pull this trick off or death trick. He decided to do this trick with his girlfriend. So they got a book. She got a Desert Eagle uh, Glock, whatever it is. I'm not too familiar with guns, but I know when I read the article, it said Desert Eagle. And anything that says Desert and Eagle on that motherfucker, you not shooting with me, at me. I'm not pulling the trigger, none of that. But they decided to line up across the room from each other, and she shot him in the chest. And doesn't take a genius to figure this shit out. The bullet went through the book, and he's dead. R.I.P., whatever his name is. God bless him. God bless his family. But the point, the reason I, uh, the reason I brought this story up is I wonder, we get so caught up in social media. We get so, not even just social media, we get caught up, so caught up in people liking what we do. Even myself, I've, I've been guilty of this. Anybody that says they, they don't, excuse me, or they haven't, it's a lie. How are you, in this day and time, we are pushed to the forefront to care about what people think about us. We're told that if you don't have numbers on social media, then the content that you're pushing is nothing. We're told if you don't show a little leg as a woman or, you know, you're not in the gym and doing all these things to look aesthetically beautiful as a woman or a man, then you're nothing. Your looks as a woman, you hear all the time, your looks get you so far. As a man, you know, we tell kids, hey, you're going to be a heartbreaker. You're going to be a heartthrob. Why are we so obsessed about who the fuck likes us because it generates money nowadays for the bigger companies. We don't see that we're generating money for these companies. Most of these places, even with podcasts in order to literally get a payout of some sort, you have to have listeners. The first payout I got a couple of months from blog talk radio is because I had listeners. You know how long it took me to get listeners. I've been in this thing four years. I looked for people to like what I did. I looked for people at some point to agree with what I what I was doing. You don't need somebody to be somebody. That's my message for today. My mom always said that, hey, you're going to be a preacher when you grow up. I'm not a preacher. Don't want to be a preacher. I would probably fuck too many of the, the women in the uh, 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 in the choir stand. I would probably fuck too many women in the out in the sanctuary and the people just in the church. I just would be a terrible pastor. Because I would speak more on opinion, which would be my faith-based opinion if that was me in the situation. But it's just, it's just, I don't, you shouldn't do things for likes. Don't do things for likes. That's what I wanted to say in reference to that. Venus Williams, car accident leads to death of 78-year-old man. Personally, I hope she's doing well. God bless the passenger of the vehicle. And be careful. The reason I brought up this story is not even about Venus Williams. It's not about what's happening. You know, God rest the guy's soul, the 78-year-old guy who died. I'm pretty sure he's 78 years old. He done lived through a whole bunch of shit, and the last thing he thought he would die from is a car accident. So God bless him. God bless his wife, who I think was driving at the time, and I hope uh, Venus Williams is great. But the thing that caught me off guard is you got to be careful when reading these news stories because subconsciously they, subconsciously they can get us. 
when I looked at CNN to just look for news and just kind of, you know, go through and just see what was going on in the world, the title for CNN, it read trouble off the tennis court with an image of Venus William looking exhausted. Now, if you look at this and you just see trouble off the tennis court, you're going to literally, literally click on that because it's clickbait and you're expecting something negative, maybe even detrimental to that person. Now, somebody died, but looking with a different, you know, different looking through a different viewfinder, I see it as not only is it clickbait, but it's also pulling you in for somebody like Venus Williams, who has never talked about in the news on it from a negative standpoint. I mean, unless she's losing against her sister or some other people, because we all know she's not as good as her sister. But the point of the matter is the clickbait sometimes is a neg- is negative rhetoric. It creates a narrative. And I know with black people, we get tired of honestly seeing our names continuously uh, tied or connected to negative narratives. That's not what we're about. CNN reports a massive climate change uh, study is canceled. Let me repeat this because this is terrible. And yes, I'm reading CNN reports a massive climate change study has been canceled because of climate change. How? Ironic is this one of the best pictures, one of the best pictures I saw when I was reading this article about the climate change, uh, uh, Asian lady, uh, she looked like she was Asian, but she came out and she said, climate change is real. In other news, water is wet. It's like just saying God is coming back. We already know this shit. We just waiting on for wait for him to come back. When is he coming back? In other news, Drake performed at the BET Awards. He did a great job in stand-up. Me, personally, I thought he did an awesome job. He kind of reminded me of skits on SNL. He looked like he would have been a direct feed for 30 Rock type feel. I mean, it was dry humor, which is not always received perfectly or well by black people. It's kind of like me watching Seinfeld. And when I asked some of my black friends, hey, did you watch Seinfeld? Not a lot of them say they watched it. And if they did watch it, they say it was boring. And the funny thing about it is they don't say it was boring because it was truly boring in my opinion I think it was boring because they didn't give it a chance you know I've said oftentimes on the podcast one thing about black people is we lack exposure exposure to different TV shows exposure to different foods just exposure to a lot of different things so it's coming up on six years or God forgive me it's been six years that I've been with my current girlfriend and the question continuously is asked when are you getting married when are you moving in together? Excuse me, I'm burping. Uh, and I'm going to be drinking water, so excuse me if you hear the sips or any background noise, the air coming on, so on and so forth. But people always ask, when are you going to live together? When are you going to move in together? When are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? And it's like, I think people need to understand that not everybody is on the same timetable. Not everybody's in a rush to get married. Not everybody's in a rush to live together. Not everybody's in a just in a rush to be pent down and locked down. And I know some people will say, oh, it's not locked down. It depends on how you see it. But I had a friend reach out to me today and he's getting married uh, here soon. Congratulations to him. And he reached out to me. I hadn't talked to him in a while. And he was like, hey, man, how you doing? So on and so forth. And clearly, you know, I told him, I was like, hey, congratulations on getting married or, you know, proposing to your girl and, you know, getting married. And he talked about, you know, his girlfriend moving in. So his next thing was, the next thing he said to me was, when are you moving in with your girl? And I was like, we straight, bro. You know, six years in the game, we doing good. You know, it's not perfect, but it's better than a lot of the shit that's out here that I see and that I hear my female friends and male friends discuss and talk about relationships. I personally am not having those issues. We may have other issues, but we're not having the typical issues that a lot of couples or that I hear couples have. 
So after I told him that, I was just like, we good. You know, I told her I'm not ready for marriage. She's been married before. She says she's cool with it. We both good. So he proceeds to say, well, you need to find somebody else. Why do I need to find somebody else? Because marriage is not on the plate. Why do I need to find somebody else? Because I don't want to move in with somebody. Most of the reasons that I hear people talk about moving in with somebody when they do move in with somebody, the number one reason is not because they love this person so much that they just want to be with them and they can't live without this person. It's financially and fiscally responsible to move in with somebody else. If your rent is $1,400, how magnificent is it to pay $700? If your utilities are 500 how amazing is it to pay $250? You just saved $1,000 right there. It's amazing. The reason, what I'm saying is, people do things for the wrong reasons. Now, I don't know why this guy got married. I don't know his woman personally, so I know him. He's a great guy, seemingly has a great uh, fiance. Congratulations, wish you the best of luck. But marriage, living with somebody is not for somebody. I don't even live, I don't even not live with my girlfriend for age old rules in the black community, like shacking and living with somebody before marriage and all that shit. Like, if you listen to the podcast, I do believe in a God and I'm a spiritual person, but I question everything about religion. So I'm definitely not falling in line or falling in suit and following all of the biblical rules some people may listen to this and be like this nigga's tripping if you white you better not say these this nigga's tripping thank you for listening white people but just don't say that matter of fact getting off subject a little bit to all the white people Charlemagne has said this before do not call even if it's a baby don't say anything or compare us or use any kind of descriptive or, or action word that refers to monkey, gorilla, baboon, orangutan, any kind of primate, if that's what they are. I don't. I have a good friend. He's not even a good friend. I have a friend who has some friends that I'm aware of, and the guy's wife is white. And he commented on a picture of a friend's baby, and his, his wife is white, and she said, oh, I miss that little monkey. Now, you know, she I know her. She probably didn't mean no harm. It's just because the people who don't know you and you, some people probably listen and say, why you got to do all that? Because there's rules and guidelines. Why do black people got to put both hands, you know, out the window when the police pull us over? I mean, it's, it's shit that we don't want to do, but we fucking have to do it. So you don't fucking get to say nigga. You don't get to say monkey. You don't get to say none of that shit when you're talking about black people. Unless. And this unless has an asterisk by it. Unless you have a white friend that you've been friends with for 5, 10, 20 years or even a lifelong friend and you guys feel like you guys have that rapport. But God damn it, just because you and your friend have that rapport doesn't mean that he can say that shit to you in public. You may want to warn your white friends. This shit is cool here, but might, not everybody might not understand it. It's just like dating a white girl and when you're interracial, uh, you know, dating interracial. Sometimes you have to explain to them what they're stepping into. This ain't just about the black dick and interracial dating and having a beautiful baby if we end up together. There's levels to this shit. If you are a black man dating an attractive white woman, niggas going to throw the book at you. Niggas going to hate on you. And I'm talking about white niggas because niggas can be white. If she's fat and ugly, they'll probably still talk shit, but they don't give a fuck because it ain't nobody they want it. If she's skinny and look like trailer trash, they probably going to talk about you for being with her because they will see you as pretty much picking up the crumbs that fell from their table in regards to white women. That's just the truth. What the fuck was I even talking? Shacking up. Back to shacking up. Most people who lived together before they got married. And some of the statistics I looked up and some of the websites I checked out, they talked about most people move in because financially it's beneficial for them. 
Some people move in with somebody else or have roommates or live with a significant other earlier because they're scared to live alone. I know a couple of people like that. I have a friend who prefers to live in no more than 650 square feet in an open space, more of an efficiency apartment, uh, is what he likes to live in because he likes to see everything. I won't say that he's scared to live alone. It sounds like that, but he just said he likes to see everything. He like when he hears a noise, he wants to be able to look across the room and be able to tell that something is in there or something is not in there. It's very few people who strictly move in to have a roommate with their significant other strictly because they love this person. I was also told today, just because you love somebody, you shouldn't just move in with them. I agree with that, too. So six years in the game, I'm a transparent person. Some people may be wondering, so why haven't you moved in with your girlfriend after six years? My girlfriend is phenomenal. She's very understanding. She's a great person. We haven't moved in together because she doesn't want to. And I definitely don't want to. We spend a lot of time together. Seven days in a week. If you give your girlfriend four days a week, isn't it okay for you to have three? My girlfriend has a key to my place. She doesn't get to come and go as she pleases. And some people, I don't have girls be like, why is she not able to come and go as she pleases? Because it is not her fucking place. She doesn't pay bills here. She has a key. When she wants to come, she lets me know she's coming. You may enter. She shows up just like anybody else, my mom or anybody else. I don't do pop-ups. I know somebody else understands me out there. I know I'm not the only crazy person. I know I'm not the only selfish person out there. If you come to my place, call. Or you're probably going to be sitting downstairs. I'm not going to buzz you in. If I don't expect you to come, do not show up. I've never had a really had a woman or a girl that I've been with to just pop up. I've never lived with a woman. And I even had the guy who talked to me today about marriage. He's like, you said you don't want to be married. How you know? How do you know you don't want to be married if you've never done it? How do you fucking know you do want to be married if you've never done it? That was my question to him. Also, again, my girlfriend used to be married, so she could kind of fill me in on what marriage was. And she said she had a great marriage. It just wasn't for her. She got married too young and it was too early. Marriage, religion, politics. Why are these things so big? Why are they even important, as important as they are? Because we give those things life. That's why. That's why we do it. Why should you wait for marriage? Somebody told me today they have a friend who's a virgin at our age. I'm 34 years old. Excuse me. 34 years old. <clears throat> There's no way I could be without vagina. None. None. It's only so much that my hand can do. At some point, I'm going to want a mouth or a vagina or just somebody to lay next to. If you are a religious person or spiritual person and you're abstaining from sex, practicing abstinence until you get married. In the famous words. What is that dude's name? I'm messing up what I was about to say. Whoever the, the uh, Liam Neeson and the famous words of Liam Neeson on taken good luck. Don't wait until you get married to have sex. What if the person is not good? What if they're not willing to learn? What if they're not trainable? What if he has a little penis? What if she has a dry vagina? What if her teeth are fake? What if she doesn't shave? What if her vagina stinks? What if his penis is small? Again. What if you've never seen her naked and she has a body outside of the clothes, maybe scars or tattoos or something that you don't like? What if his penis is small? 
What if she doesn't have real hair and you don't know what she looks like without makeup because you haven't lived with her or you haven't slept with her to sweat out the weave and sweat the makeup? What if his dick is little? What are you doing? You got to you, you do you go to the store and say I wear a size 3830. I'm just going to put the I'm just going to take these home. And if you've done that, how many times have you taken that shit home and it's a fucking hassle to drop that shit back off at the store? Either because you're too lazy to take it back, you just don't want to take it back, or you've gotten comfortable without taking that shit back. You don't want to be comfortable being with someone that you don't want to be with. You don't. It's dangerous. Hey, man, you listening to The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. I think this is episode 121. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, I got to take a piss, and I need to get some water. Um, before I get off, I looked at my the demographic in which our listeners are, you know, most of our listeners are coming from. Most of it, of course, is from the United States because we are in the United States. But I want to give a shout-out to Canada. I want to give a shout-out to uh, the Czech Republic. I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, parts of Africa that are listening and I appreciate you. I don't give a damn if it's five people in Africa. Thank you for listening when you listen to this because you don't have to. I want to give a shout out to the age group of our listeners who listen. The highest age group right now, it's crazy and 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 maybe it's weird. Maybe with older people, they kind of realize the truth at their age so they're more willing to kind of listen to the bullshit rhetoric I, I talk about. But shout out to the people between the ages of 40 and 55. Those are my highest listeners. And then next is between the age group of 24 to uh, 35. And then 18 to 21, 22. I think that's our lowest listeners. I mean, as kids, they probably wouldn't understand what I'm talking about anyway if they listen. But I think they would appreciate it. But I want to say thank you to all the listeners who continue to listen, who continue to push the podcast forward. Shout out to my uh, The Reality Is Group Me who kind of keeps me on my toes, pushes everything, you know, gives me ideas, tells me content, things to talk about, different perspectives to look at, tells me when I'm right and, I'm wrong, and, I'm, and when I'm wrong. It's amazing to have people listening to you who are genuinely rooting for you, but even in the midst of rooting for you, they're okay with telling you, hey, bro, I didn't agree, agree with that. Even if it's a, you know, a woman, hey, friend, I didn't agree with that. I think you went too far. I think you didn't say enough, or I think you could have said something different. They've never said you've gone too far. The only person who said I've went too far is Esther. And maybe I have, but it's who I am. Again, man, you're listening to The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct, episode 121. I'm your host, Anthony Roberts. We'll be right back to wrap things up. Girl, you're a star. Come on and dance, baby. And dance, baby. I know it. Girl, you're a star. Come on and dance, baby. And dance, baby. And we're back, as they would say. Before I get out of here, man, before I, you know, read my little script and bounce up out of here about marriage, I want to personally get married because I want to get married. I don't want to get married because somebody pressured me or my mom is ready for a kid and I need to rush the situation. I don't want to get married because financially I will be better off. I don't want to get married for kids. I want to get married for the age old reason that people got married after the fact of, you know, people chose who the, you know, people, parents chose who they were going to marry for financial reasons, reasons to make sure their daughters were taken care of or because kings and, uh, you know, 
other field workers or whatever back in the day, I can't think of the proper term, but kings and other fathers, how they would sell their daughter off as property to obtain riches of some sort. I want to marry after all of that, that little wedge in between then and now where people married were from a man's perspective, where men marry women because they love them. Because they loved them so much, they wanted to protect them. They loved them so much, they wanted to provide for them. They loved them so much, they wanted that woman to have their child. Being a mother, being a wife is an important role, was an important role, is an important role. And when you choose that person, you choose it wisely. You don't choose a wife because she got a fat ass. You don't choose a wife because she sucked good dick. You don't choose a wife because she can fuck. You choose a wife because she has a lot of the things or most of the things you need to build something. It's all about building something and leaving something behind. On my back, it's a little rusty because it's old, but I have a tattoo that says, leave a legacy in the banner. And it's a banner. I did not leave a legacy in a banner, but it's a banner. And on the banner on my back, it says, leave a legacy. That's my whole purpose. That's what this podcast is about. If I died today, all the people who liked me, all the people who hate me, Nothing can take away from all of these episodes, this catalog of work that I've done, these 120 plus episodes. Nobody can take that away from me. As long as Apple Music is around, I will be on there. As long as Spotify is around, I'll be there. As long as uh, Jukebox is around, SoundCloud is around, uh, Blog Talk Radio is around, Stitcher Radio is, I'm always going to be here. I could be dead 50 years. Your legacy is now. If you want a podcast, podcast. Pick up and podcast. Everybody's not going to like what you have to say, but still podcast. So before I go, I want to get married. If, if, if I married my girl today or tomorrow, she would know that I proposed to her because I truly wanted to be with her. Hell, I don't even say I love you every day. So she knows when I say I love you, I mean that shit. If you're going to get married, do it because you want to. And the person that you're with is somebody worth holding on to for a lifetime. Not because you can't see yourself without them or you can't live without them. Because if they die, then you're dead. I want to still live. If my girlfriend died in two years, I don't want to die. I want to live on. Let me, she'll live on through me. So, <sighs> I hope you guys understood what I'm saying. Hopefully, I didn't bore you. I try not to talk too long with it just being me. I always try to tell people who have a regular podcast or they're doing a podcast where they're always by themselves. First of all, I like to say congratulations because the shit is difficult as fuck to just talk to yourself for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. But they say as long as nobody, you're not asking a question and then answering it, you're okay. If you've been in several relationships that you've been cheating on in, at what point do we start to question ourselves? At what point do we ask ourselves, what am I doing or not doing to give off the vibe that this cheating thing is okay? And okay, for those who feel like they don't have any wrong in a relationship or do any wrong in relationships, but to those who feel like cheating is never an option, ask yourself this. Why or what is it about me that keeps choosing the man or the woman that continuously cheats or interacts in infidelity? You don't have to go to a counselor for everything. Sometimes if you just take 10 minutes out of your day, 10 minutes out of your week, and just reflect on what it is that you're doing and how you could do it better, how can you be a better friend? How can you be a better girlfriend? How can you be a better wife? How can you be a better boyfriend and or a husband? Because we all can be better. We all make mistakes, 
And don't think for one fucking second that we don't need to watch how hard we judge people because when it's our time, ha ha, when it's our time to be judged, we will want someone to hear us out and give us a fair chance. That's all I got to say, man. Again, this is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. Keep in touch with The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. Again, that's T-H-A, therealityis.com. Also, be sure to follow us at The Reality Is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're still trying to figure out Anchor. They done switched the game up on me. Maybe I'm old and I ain't in that millennial phase where I can understand all these buttons and shit they got on, but we still on Anchor, man. You can follow me at uh, Anthony Roberts on Facebook, Sir Robert Poe on Instagram, and always remember, man, inhale courage to excel success and live your dreams. I'm out this Turn my vocal up some more. Turn my vocal up, girl. Turn the music up, too. Super Bowl goals. My wife in the crib feeding the kids liquid gold. We in a whole different mode. The kid that used to pitch bricks can't be pigeonholed. I cooked up more chicken when the kitchen closed. Oh, oh yeah, I had a special surprise for y'all, man. I don't know what episode is happening, but, you know, I told y'all I was like, last year I did a podcast about people leaving the podcast and people who used to be on the podcast. While recently, um, well, recently one of the first co-hosts reached out to me and uh, he apologized. I'll apo- I apologized. And uh, he came over, you know, we broke bread in a different manner and we talked and we squashed it. So anybody you got beef with out there, if you're wrong and you know you were wrong, reach out to that person. If 50 Cent and Prodigy can make up and 50 Cent in the game and all these other people and I'm throwing hip hop out there. But if you what is beefing really worth? Is it really worth? Ask yourself this because I know I'm okay. If the person you got into it with died today. Would you be hurt? If you would be hurt, then you probably need to pick up the phone. All right, man. I'm out this bitch. Y'all take it easy. We gonna reach your Billy first. I told my wife to spill you shit really worth. Hum through a law. I run through them all. Poe's home. All these phonies come to a halt. All this old talk left me confused. You'd rather be old rich me or new you. And old niggas, I stop back in brand new life. Tupac ain't have a nose ring too. Nobody wins when the family feels. But my stash can't fit in the Steve Harvey suit. I'm clear why I'm here, how about you? Ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire, I'm cute. Pretty much, if anybody getting handsome checks, it should be us. Fuck rap, <laughs> crack cocaine, nah, we did that. Black-owned things, 100%. Black-owned champagne, and we merrily, merrily eating off these streams. Y'all still drinking Perrier Jouet. <laughs> but we ain't get through to you yet, uh. What's better than one billionaire? Two. Two. Especially if they from the same hue as you. Y'all stop me when I stop telling the truth. <laughs> I would say I'm the realest nigga rapping, but that ain't even the statement. That's like saying I'm the tallest midget. Wait, that ain't politically correct. Forget it. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Can I get an amen from the congregation? I'll fuck up a good thing if you let me. Let me alone, Becky. A man who don't take care of his family can't be rich. I watched Godfather. I missed that whole shit. My consciousness was Michael's common sense. I missed the karma that came as a consequence.
Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.